Welcome to Thrive in Design, a podcast about making money in beautiful interiors as it relates to product-based businesses in the interior design industry. Each week, we'll discuss innovative strategies on how to approach product development and design sales in a shifting market. I'm your host, Nicole Lachey-Ben. Welcome to another episode of the Thrive in Design podcast. Today, we have co-founders of Lauren Wesley Designs, Jamila Watkins, and Ebony Clark. While serving as a hairstylist and makeup artist for countless brides, Jamila Watkins discovered the beauty and ethereal nature of imprint design. She joined forces with her friend, Ebony Clark, and the two of them began curating events. The women quickly realized that they formed a powerhouse. Their combined artistic insight made them successful with event design and before long, interior design. With their passion kindled for design, they began creating beauty and spaces of all sizes. Jamila and Ebony both had an artistic upbringing, competing in art competitions locally and nationally in high school. After college, they tried pursuing other endeavors in life, but lifestyle design through interiors and events reignited their passion for art. Since co-founding Lauren Wesley Designs, the two of them have made it their goal to create beautiful works of art and spaces and experiences and to help clients design a life they love. So welcome to the show, Jamila and Ebony. I'm so glad to have you both here. Thanks for having us. Yes. So tell me more about Lauren Wesley Designs. How, How did that really start? And then tell me about the evolution of the company. Oddly enough, when me and Jamila first started working together, it was because she was doing my hair. She was my hairstylist. So that was like her previous passion before we got together and started doing events. So we knew each other by way of her cousin, who was friends with my sister. So we became acquaintances that way. And her cousin, Rachel, was getting married. This was in what, 2016? 17. 17 mm-hmm. and so we got together was it 17 because I feel like we started the okay so <laughs> Rachel was getting married and Jamila I don't know something happened with the wedding planner and she just kind of fell out of the picture and Jamila kind of took over and was like controlling everything pulling the wedding together for her cousin Rachel and so she asked me to do a few centerpieces because I've always had an art background My previous passion was fashion design. So I went to the Savannah College of Art and Design where I studied fashion design. Oh, that's where I went to grad school. Yeah, so, (laughs) so, you know, they knew I had a love for art and I was creative. So I came on board to do some of the centerpieces and we thought the wedding looked pretty good at the time, right? Like when I think back (laughs) on it. (laughs) And so we were like, why don't we just start doing events? Like we both, we all love the idea of like, yeah, let's get together and we can start curating and planning these, you know, elaborate birthday parties, weddings and so forth, right? So needless to say, the three of us ended up being just the two of me and Jamila because Rachel, she got, you know, she was married, she relocated to Alabama. So, you know, artistically me and Jamila just had the same aesthetic the way we looked at things from an artistic perspective, that's kind of how we started Jay Divine Events. Mm-hmm. So Jay Divine Events was born in late 2017. And over the years, we decided, I think we, we did a project in like 2000, 
2019. It was late 2019. It was an interior design project. So Jamila, you can tell her how we ended up doing that project and how it <laughs> took off. Right. So we we kind of accidentally became interior designers. To put it out there, I'm Jamila, and that's Ebony. There is no Lauren, even though it's called Lauren Wesley. Okay. <laughs> Lauren technically because Ebony's daughter's middle name is Lauren and my son's middle name is Wesley. So we put that together to form Lauren Wesley. So we had a brief conversation when I was designing my condo uh, a few years ago. And, and we were like, oh, we'll call it Lauren Wesley Interiors. We would just kind of let it go. So uh, I had a, a friend who was in the industry. She worked for a record label. And she was like, Rotimi, who is, he played Dre um, on the show Power. Mm-hmm. He was looking for an interior designer. And she said, do you know any interior designers? And I was like, besides me, no, haha. You know, just kind of joking. She was like, oh, really? Can you come look at his house? I was like, wait, sure. And so Ebony is like the logical one. So I am like a shoot first, <laughs> ask questions later. She's she wanted all. <laughs> I love it. I got dressed. I, you know, dressed up like I knew what I was doing. I went over there. And walked through the house, talked about what he wanted to do. I had done a few projects before, but not like officially. Um, definitely none of them were paid. And we got the job. Our first project was a, a celebrity project. And it turned out amazing. Still to this day, is probably one of my favorites. It was just like a really clean and modern look. But when I told her, I'm like, okay, so I went, I, I went to the house. He wants us to do the house. So we need to start a business. So we went ahead and did the LLC. We pulled back in Lauren Wesley Interiors and we started. So we were still doing J Divine Events and Lauren Wesley Interiors. And then over over time, we decided to just stick to one name and create a lifestyle design firm. So we primarily are working in interiors, especially with the pandemic. But as events are becoming more open and more frequent, we do do social events for a lot of our clients. A lot of times we call it lifestyle design because we are there for you through every step of the process. So when you purchase a home and Ebony is also a realtor, so she can buy, I mean, help you buy a home, sell a home. We can furnish the home. If you have a baby, we'll do the nursery. Nine times out of 10, we end up doing the baby shower or once they purchase the home and furnished it, then we do a housewarming party. So you know, we just cover all aspects of our client engagement uh, parties. Life. We've done yes. those yes. Yep. engagement parties. Everything. I love that. I love hearing your story. It's kind of like things were just falling into place as they were supposed to, right? So it's like you stepped in into your family member's wedding and that became your event business. You mm-hmm. just claimed that you were a designer. So it's like you claimed that for who you are and then an opportunity opened. And I love how you guys... Um, say it's like a lifestyle design because you're literally serving your client in all aspects of their life and their milestones. Awesome. So that goes into the follow-up questions in terms of like the types of events and um, interiors that you design. So you touched a little bit on, you know, the engagement parties and the, the baby showers and the residential designs. So is there any other types of events or interiors that you guys specialize in as well? Well, we we do all types of events, but I think we prefer to do social events, more intimate events at this point, because the interior side is becoming so robust and busy. 
So we can, we do have the capability to do a wedding or a conference. We've done all of those things before, but we're kind of niching down to social events that kind of center around milestones. And then for interiors, we do residential, but we also do commercial. I think I would say it's like 75% residential, 25% commercial Mm -hmm. right now. As you've shaped Lauren Wesley Designs and created an umbrella for both your events and your interiors, what are some things that you feel, you all feel that set you apart from your competitors? I think more so, you know, it's our our unique personalities and our upbringing. And that's what any designer, you know, we bring our own unique perspective to a project, whether it's how we were raised, what things we were introduced to along the way, um, as we become adults, you know how they always say, you know, there could be a hundred thousand makeup artists out there. Your unique perspective, what you bring to the table, you being you is what makes you different from everyone else. So, and then I like the fact that me and Jamila, not that we're so different, but we just both have such unique um, capabilities that we bring to the business. Like she said, I'm the one that's more anal and logistical. Mm-hmm. And she's the one, she's the go-getter, the one that likes to take, take risks. So we balance each other out. So we definitely bring two different perspectives where we can help our clients kind of figure out where they want to be design-wise or whatever the issue or problem is that we're trying to help them address in the design. I would also add, I think that we bring our life experiences into how we communicate with clients and how we design with our clients. Because I've been through a lot of different things, like, you know, losing my daughter, went through an abusive marriage, things like that. So mental health is extremely important to me. So I really try to push the client to make choices, not for the comfortability of other people, but for the comfortability of you, because you're the one that has to live in this space the same way you can't make decisions, you know, based off of other people for your life. You're the one that has to live your life. And, and Ebony is such a nurturer in the way that she cares for her. She has, she has small kids. So the way that she cares for them and she makes sure that the home is safe and functional for them, because I'll be looking at things and I'm like, I'm a risk taker. I'm like, let's do this. And she's like, and you know, it's all about pretty, right? right. <laughs> That's not safe for a three-year-old. I'm like, and then they want to start putting bumpers on the end of my coffee table. I'm like, <laughs> we'll just do around. Let's just leave it alone because everything is about the function. And she has to always reel me back in to you know, the function. So we, we both bring that into the business, which I think also helps the clients as well, because they can tell a difference in how their life, you know, is now that their space kind of supports the life that they said that they want. That's awesome. And that gets me into my next question, because you both talked about how you approach the process of as you're designing. So you might be, Ebony might be thinking of logistically, you know, baby proofing things, or Jamila, you might be thinking about the far out innovative designs and how you can approach your design. So what does your design process look like for creating a design for your clients, whether that be event or interiors? So we have a design process, it's called the CASE method, and that's an acronym. It means the consultation, the anchors, the shell, and the enhancements. Uh, The consultation is pretty much what it sounds like. We'll come in and do the consultation, see how you want to live, who's going to live in this space, 
we, we've learned that we've had to get extremely detailed when it comes to the consultation and asking questions. It's not just about, you know, what colors do you like? It's how tall is the husband? You know, we have a, a he's like six, four, six, five, and he was a, a defensive lineman. So he can't sit on a seat height that's 17 inches. You know, we need something that's like 21, preferably 22. And sometimes that's hard to find. So then we have to get into the custom realm of things. But we start with the consultation. There might be an elderly person in the house. Maybe there's an in-law. You know, we need to know who's living in this space and how everyone can feel comfortable and be supported. And then we move on to A, which is the anchors. And that's where we select what is going to ground the space. So whether that be a sectional or are we doing like some type of large scale fireplace design, uh, whatever it is, whatever is going to be the showstopper in the room. And then we work on the shell, which is your floor, your ceilings and your walls. So the shell is going to be based off of the anchors. And then the E is the enhancements. And that's the fun part that people like to do with getting their vases and you know, little knickknacks and things like that. And the reason why we created the case method is because, you know, a lot of times in design, even with designers, not just customers, designers sometimes will look at a space and you, you have this vision, but you're just like, it's not looking the way that I thought it would look. And that's because you're skipping steps. We get really excited. We'll go into home goods and get this base and that base and get this pillow and all that kind of stuff. But then we're not paying attention to the floors, the, you know, the tone of the wood. Is it tile? Is it what? Is it a warm wood? Is it a neutral wood? So that's going to dictate the other things that we can bring into the room. And then the anchors, you know, you don't want to have too much going on. You want to make sure that the eye feels I guess not all out of control, like you're just looking at stuff all over the place and there's a big weird green accent wall and this is that dirt <laughs> all over the place. You know, people like to just do stuff because you see it on Pinterest. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to go to Sherwin-Williams and get green paint. Just nobody get green paint. Think about it first <laughs> before before you go. So definitely taking into consideration the entire space when you walk into yes. the client's home. Like we have to be mindful of things that we can't change. Mm-hmm. Or, right. you know, we may consider changing those things, but, you know, there's a budget that you want to try and stay within. So if you can't change that wall color or the floors, most of the time you cannot change the floors mm-hmm. unless you're they're renovating a kitchen or, you know, ha- it's a, a build. You can't change the floor. So you have to work with what you have. And the case method, it it kind of comes from how I try to approach life and healing, you want to figure out what's going on, what you want to change, what you love. Um, And then you move on and you want to, you know, what you have to identify what grounds you in life, faith, your family, your finances. So when you start to get into the shell, which is who surrounds you in life, those people have to reflect what you say your anchors are. So if you're saying that finances or your family is important to you, those people should be people that respect those things and then you have the enhancements where you get into your hobbies or your hair or your personal style things like that so just like if you go to home goods and you get all this stuff and it doesn't work when you go and you get a new haircut or you get a new dress or you get some new shoes and you still feel like your life is not what you want it to be that's because you skip steps 
Mm-hmm. So it's a very holistic uh, process that we created that keeps us on track. Because when you're thinking about life and you're thinking about design, to me, it's very interchangeable. I get very spiritual about it because it's important. It's your space. It's it's your bubble, you know. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like yeah. you make me want to cry. Even though I've heard, you know, we've worked on this and I've heard this so many times. It's just, it's so true. Like, having a process that you can follow uh, that can help you, like, when you're feeling down and out, like, where do I need to, let me just stop mm-hmm. and figure out what I need to do next. And Jamila, like, we we go back and forth. We bounce ideas off of each other. And then in our, when things happen in our personal lives, we, we're there to support each other. So I just love that we do have a mm-hmm. relationship. I love that you made that relationship between um, your method, how it relates to design and it relates to life. Because I feel like a lot of times people don't even realize the importance of how design impacts them, right? And the relationship that it has on your your being and the memories that you're creating in the space. A lot of times I see people like, oh, I like this. Like like you were saying, I'm going to go buy green paint and just paint their wall green, right? And mm-hmm. not even realizing like, okay, how does this affect me? How is this a reflection of me? How will this, you know, impact, you know, the, the people who come into my space and different things like that. So I love how you made that connection. So as you all are moving through your design process and you're selecting different finishes or furniture, right? Um, do you have any go-to brands of like products that you spec? Um, and if so, what is it that stands out about those brands and why you, why you go to them? So we have quite a few, obviously it's gonna depend on price point, but whenever possible, we try to source through, you know, directly through the vendors um, that are to the trade, as opposed to shopping retail stores. One, because a client, if they really sat down and put their mind to it, they could go and shop Pottery Barn or West Elm. You know, they can do that on their own. But in terms of brands, I guess if we're talking about a lower price point, I like TOV. I really love forehands. When we start a project, I definitely will check out forehands first. When we're doing anything custom or case goods, we love hooker furniture, Bernhardt furniture. That's when you're getting, you know, kind of up there. A new company that we came across recently is Century Furniture. So basically you can customize everything, a table, a bed. You know, she spoke about how, you know, one client, maybe six, five, six, six, and they can't sit on a low profile sofa. So you can go right to this company and they can make the legs taller if they have to. They even will do things for you that they typically wouldn't do. You just have to ask and get, um, get it approved first. And then, you know, they can also make a low profile sofa or sectional for a family who have children that want something that's just easy to sit down upon. Like right now, we're trying to source a bed that's not low profile. And you know, every bed on the market right now is probably yeah. low wow. profile. So that's one thing we like to let these furniture makers know like, hey, you know, there are some, some I guess, what's that age group? Uh, baby boomers. What's our parents' age group? Baby yeah, boomers. Like the baby yeah. boomers. For <laughs> right. some reason, they like a high bed. They do not <laughs> want a low profile bed. They want a huge... Like they want to climb up into the bed. 
So trying to find those now in a millennial market is it's difficult. So, you know, sometimes you have to get it customized. Right. Okay. So I'm hearing you guys say that as you're looking for different products for your designs, it's about durability, customization, um, sometimes it's price point and that it needs to be um, long lasting, I guess, so, so that the client won't necessarily have to buy something again in the coming years, right? Right. Right. So with my company, Thrive and Design, I really focus on helping those interior products revamp a designer's experience with their brand. So as you all are coming in contact with these companies to like get that custom furniture or get those beds <laughs> that uh, your clients can jump into or find those things that fit into budget, I want to make sure that those companies are serving you all well. So I'd love to get your feedback on a couple of things. So as you are searching for products, what are some things that you need in terms of your experience with that brand? I know a lot of times some people will be like, I need a knowledgeable sales rep or I need certain information about the product. Is there anything that comes to mind when you think about like, okay, when I come across or when I'm searching for a product, I need X in terms of my experience with a product company? Well, of course, customer service is number one. With us being women of color in this business, you know, we're you know, it started off as like a white man's game, right? And, you know, you see a lot of white women in this world. So to be a brown girl coming into this space, we always want to feel accepted and included. So we do want these brands to be inclusive and in how they approach, you know, people from all walks of life. Meeting a sales rep who is not afraid to say, hi, hey, whatever, whatever you need, I'm here for you. Because we love to work with those brands where, they can help assist us in this business if we're looking for a particular table and we can let them know instead of us pouring through the, their website or catalogs just to find a specific table to be able to go to a knowledgeable sales rep who's not afraid to kind of let us know what they have. I think inclusion in the design world is a very important thing that a lot of these businesses and brands should consider because what we see growing up is a lot different than what they have seen and been surrounded by growing up. So when you think about space, interior spaces, of course, that shapes, you know, someone's upbringing. For sure, that's probably one of my biggest things. I don't know about Jamila, but I'm always like your energy and personality and your, your friendliness has to be welcoming for us to be able to shop with the company because if it's not, like, we just walk right out the door, mm. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would say on the design side, being able to set up an account quickly is important um, because it's so fast-paced. If I see something and I need to open an account, that process needs to be pretty seamless. Then I need to be able to get samples of any kind, any, all of that. I need access to those things very quickly so that we can make decisions very quickly. Uh, it's, it's crazy because the design process used to take a little bit longer, but now we're, we're needing to speed up the design process because the lead times are so long. So we can't afford to just, you know, wait two weeks or so to get an answer. We need to make a decision like that day or that week so that we can go ahead and put this presentation together, get it approved get the funds, and then we can start processing orders because 
were out 24 weeks, 30 weeks, 32 weeks. And so really that that process prior to purchasing needs to be expedited, like exponentially. Uh, And like Ebony said, I think a lot of times we do get a drag or lag in communication because, you know, we're brown girls and they're wondering, like, how did they find us? And, you know, just kind of assuming that our clients may not have the budget. I know for me, Ebony might want them to show like the cost effective, uh, cost effective option. Show me the good stuff. I want to see the good stuff and I'll make the decision on whether or not we can afford it or not. But I want to see everything that the brand has to offer. And I think that that's kind of they don't understand that that's profiling. I know talking about money is uncomfortable, but you can't assume, you know, based off of who you're talking to, what you're working with. So I think we get a lot of hesitation because reps, they have so many people to deal with. And I know they don't want to waste their time. But unfortunately, you have to give everyone the same level of service. Mm, That's really important. Yeah, I I feel like um, I have a unique perspective in terms of that. And I hope to shine more light on like the bias in the interior design industry, because there are not a lot of spaces that look like us. I know I've worked at different interior product companies on the sales rep side. And usually if I come into contact with another brown or black face, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like so nice to have you here. And we are able to build that rapport. And I don't have a, the bias that they might um, experience with different people. But yeah, I definitely hope to shine a light on that and break down that in this industry. And sometimes you want to prove them wrong too. Like when they do have that hesitation, when they see see our work, then it's a whole different tune. Yeah. Oh, like they know what they're doing. Like I remember (laughs) us going to market, we were in a showroom space working with the rep and there were other buyers in there you know, they hear our name floating around. So then they go look at our website and they're like, oh, you ladies are talented. You know, we met the owners of a local um, vendor that we've been shopping frequently because they introduced themselves to us. and was like, hey, whenever you guys need something and you don't have time to wait on it being shipped in, you can come by our store and take something off the floor. That's so that awesome. was really nice to see that. You know, sometimes, yeah, they, they hesitate when they see our faces, but when they see our work, they at least respect that. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was checking out your your work and it is amazing. <laughs> so, so I know that we've been in this crazy pandemic over the last, it feels like 15 years, but it's almost going on two years, right? Um, what are some things that you've been doing in your business to innovate? And then for the vendors that you're shopping, what are some things that you've seen them do to innovate to stay top of mind for you, I guess? First of all, renderings are extremely important at this time, 3D renderings and uh, really showcasing because because it's such a long process now, you have to get the client to basically, um, as we call it, buy on paper. You're spending a lot of money, but you're sitting in an empty house for months Mm -hmm. at a time. So making sure that we can convey that Um, is important. And then also, uh, I'm seeing that vendors are getting creative with their materials because there's been shortages everywhere. Forehands, now they're making sofas with fabric made out of recycled water bottles. Seeing how they have become more 
more creative in their production process has also been helpful. The world is becoming more conscious of the damage that we're doing on, on the earth. So mm-hmm. creating like smart homes, electric cars, you got smartphones, technology certainly does play a role in a lot of our everyday lives. So from a innovative perspective with product, there's waterproof wallpaper. And, you know, there's ways to incorporate technology into, you know, desks. I think there's a brand, LoveSec is one of them, where they incorporate the UBS plugs into their sofas, the, the, the end caps, so that when you're sitting there, you may want to charge your phone. So there's a lot of different ways where, you know, builders are creating smart homes for people and a lot of products are becoming more tech-based so that's always exciting you know because we are millennials so we love that for sure I, I also like that the technology you know a lot of times when you have electric type furniture like a recliner or something like that it typically looks like a lazy boy or I don't know what lazy boy is doing right now they might have <laughs> what you know a lazy boy to be you know now you're seeing like modular looking sofas and more modern clean furniture that has like Ebony said it might have the USB ports or um, I know LoveSec also you can put speakers in the sofa you know just remote control so it looks like a modular sofa but it actually reclines out but it still looks clean but it's comfortable for all age groups you know so that that's been helpful. Well, I have definitely enjoyed learning about your process, the case method, how you all stumbled into event design (laughs) and interior design and have made success out of it. So is there anything that we can look forward to with your company in the coming year? Absolutely. (laughs) Of course, girl, you be working. Yes. (laughs) So you can catch us on the new HGTV show called Married to Real Estate with Egypt Sherrod. That is in January, January 13th, 2022. I'll be tuning in. That's awesome. And then tell the audience where people can find you online. So our website is www.LaurenWesleyDesigns. You can also catch us on Instagram at LaurenWesleyDesigns. And then I'm at Jamila Devine and Ebony is at Ebony Clark. And that's E-B-O-N-E-E-C-L-A-R-K. Thank you so much, (laughs) ladies. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and meeting you both. Yes, thank you, Nicole. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining us this week on Thrive in Design. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Thrive in Design. And for more strategies on how your product company can innovate in the interior design industry, head to training.thriveindesign.co. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to create captivating content. See you next week.